Hello everyone. Welcome back to our Canadian journey. Today we are on episode number 10. I extend my belated happy Diwali to all of you and hope that the newly started year 2079 by the Vikram Samvat calendar is prosperous one for all of you. I am deeply grateful to each one of you for the support and encouragement that you gave to me in the year 2078 and I am confident that uh, this will continue in the year 2079 as well as beyond. Today I want to talk about an issue that you don't find the MSM you know discussing generally namely bursting firecrackers on Diwali day <clears throat> this has become a slightly touchy subject in certain areas of the GTA certainly and uh, maybe elsewhere too I'm not sure if uh, this silence by the mainstream media is because they don't know that the issue exists or because they consider it to be too sensitive and you know saying anything about it may offend the sensibilities of some people so maybe they shy away from it in any event i think that they are doing a disservice to canadians via their silence on this issue this is because i believe that unless we address it the issue has the potential to erode the cohesiveness of our society one might say that to a degree it is already eroding that cohesiveness let's di- dive into it after uh, this intro music seems that uh, every year on the day after diwali there are more and more complaints about the fireworks revelry causing a disturbance of the noise variety as well as disturbance in other ways to residents in specific locations or maybe this increase in complaints is subjective perception on my part whatever the case it can be said objectively that the gap between the revelers and the non participants is a cause of friction now i'm using the terms revelers and non participants here because you don't want to confine either of these categories to specific uh, ethnic or religion religious groups but uh, there is this gap and it's a cause of friction now this kind of a friction is not unique let's be clear here it's maybe even not necessarily uncommon what is lacking is the attempt by the concerned politicians and other stakeholders to bridge this gap i can understand the hesitation of politicians although i am not willing to condone it because their hesitation comes primarily from the instinct for self preservation they don't want to say anything that might upset their voter base or potential voter base i've been saying for a while that 
our idea of multiculturalism as it has taken shape over time and certainly over the last couple of decades is defective i have written a few articles on it the article that seems most apt in today's context is titled multiculturalism in a walk i encourage you to go to my website darshanmaharaja.ca and use the search function to find this title by its uh, the article by its title multiculturalism in a walk the crux of the discussion in that article is that newcomer communities in canada are incentivized to maintain their separate identities from their places of origin as opposed to blending with the canadian society not only that they are supposed to celebrate this separateness so the fine line between uh, observing cultural traditions and uh, remaining aloof from the uh, rest of the society is uh, kind of absent uh, the way i see it looking at another corner of the society we see that many politicians are in competition amongst themselves to make special concessions to specific immigrant communities without regard to how this may affect others i brought this up when a special exemption from wearing a helmet on motorcycles was granted to sikhs in ontario now to be clear it doesn't apply to all sikhs there are qualifying conditions but this happened during my stint as a talk show host at the radio station in mississauga i had a sikh gentleman as a guest on my show and he observed that the concerns about safety were misplaced there were a lot of people saying hey this makes motorcycle riding more unsafe for people who aren't wearing a helmet and uh, he pointed out that these concerns were misplaced because the turban which needed to be at least 6 yards in length in order for the exemption to apply acted as a protection in case of an accident or a fall so at that point i had three questions for my guest one how can the police verify the length of the turban without violating the charter rights of the rider so technically there is a qualifying condition or something that has to be complied with in order to uh, avail of the exemption but there is no way to verify whether that condition is being complied with or not without violating someone's charter uh, rights two given that the exemption was based on religious requirement that turban makes the rider safe is a secondary argument the primary uh, uh, reasoning the justification for the exemption was that wearing a turban is a religious requirement so it was uh, the exemption was based on the religious requirement and not on grounds of safety would it be okay to extend a similar exemption to a person wearing say a hijab because then there is a religious angle here too but then a hijab would not offer the kind of uh, protection that a turban does and then the safety argument would go right out of the window and three is it acceptable to have customized law applicable to different groups of people because in my view that's what uh, was happening there 
My guest sidestepped these questions and given the limitation of time, I was unable to press him on them. But at a broader level, we can frame a different question, which is this. When a spatial dispensation is made available to a specific community, whether it is religious, ethnic or any other identity group, with certain conditions attached, do we put in place a mechanism to ensure that those conditions are complied with without fail? I think this lies at the heart of the thorny issue of fireworks at Diwali. To the extent that there are rules as to what kind of fireworks can be used and where, and during what window of time, there is little enforcement of these rules as far as I have seen. Beyond that, there is enough ambiguity around the whole thing so as to permit people to do what they please. And this will necessarily bring their actions in conflict with other people's comfort. This is the reason behind the near conflagration in the parking lot of Westwood Mall in Mississauga on October 24 this year, where two groups, their combined numbers said to be around 400 or 500, faced off against each other. One group was flying the flag of India and the other was flying the flag of Khalistan. As to what the political tussle between India and pro-Khalistan movement has to do with a religious and cultural celebration is as yet unexplained. But this confrontation brings us to another gap between segments of our society. The video of the confrontation was shared widely on social media and evoked the expected reaction. It was followed by another video of the same location taken on the next morning and showing that the revelers had left behind a mess of the debris of their fireworks. Even within the Indo-Canadian community, a lot of people were expressing their disgust at the mess. However, there was yet another video of people from the Indian Indo-Canadian community cleaning up that mess of their own volition. Going by the narration of the person who took the video, these volunteers were not involved in the revelry come confrontation the previous night. The existence of this video is not widely known. This is the gap in information that serves to perpetuate the friction between the two sides in this debate. Because to the extent that anyone had any uh, negative opinion of the mess that was left behind, it would have been you know, alleviated by knowing that the mess was cleaned up. To put a fine point on it, the knowledge that the mess was cleared up before noon on the next day would serve to ease the tensions. But as I said at the outset, the media outlets with the widest reach, namely the mainstream media, evinces no interest in covering this issue. At the very least, we can certainly say that MSM doesn't cover it to the extent that it should. Social media, for all its strengths, has severe limitations regarding reach, especially when it comes to issues and topics in which people at large are not actively interested. So it doesn't show up on their respective feeds, whatever app they are using. This knowledge gap doesn't just affect relations between the Canadian society on one hand and an identity group on the other, 
it can even similarly affect the dynamics within each identity group pitting one subgroup against another to be clear knowledge gap is not the only factor at play here there is a whole range of factors playing a role a detailed analysis of these factors is beyond the scope of this episode but the net result is that catering to the identities of different groups in the name of multiculturalism only serves to keep them in antagonistic opposition to each other and collectively against the broader canadian society with the result that we become a divided society or perhaps i should say that we become more divided than we already were let me give you an example sometime last year some people started bursting firecrackers late at night in the parking lot of a plaza near my home it wasn't one of the four days when this is legally allowed so i called my local police station to complain about it the lady on the phone told me that the day happened to be the birthday of guru nanak dev ji the founder of sikhism so she didn't see an issue that needed to be addressed in my view if bursting firecrackers on that day is to be accepted it is necessary first to have that day recognized for that purpose by the city administration if the birthday of guru nanak dev ji becomes the fifth day on which people are allowed to burst firecrackers i would have no issue with anyone doing that provided it was within the specified time limits but if i voice my objection publicly absent this change in the bylaw it would immediately be perceived as an anti sikh statement or sentiment yet i see no efforts from the sikh community in brampton in the direction of making the necessary changes in our bylaws so if the issue is allowed to linger and fester this is what i mean by subgroups within an identity group being in opposition to each other and it's entirely avoidable and therefore unnecessary this division serves the political class all too well this is an age old truth and it still works no matter how often we go through the entire exercise we had a most painful experience of this in the past two and a half years of covid it was painful to see so many people whom we would normally consider to be decent canadians take extreme positions on matters that affected other people and being unwilling to yield an inch of ground most distressingly many people started seeing entire groups of other canadians as the enemy that must be crushed by any means necessary for most canadians this may have been a painful first experience but from my vantage point i see a muted version of this exact phenomenon play out every day i don't claim any special insights it is just that i am lucky enough if that is the right word here to be close to the ground where this action is taking place the bottom line for me in the firecrackers issue is this we need more detailed regulations regarding when and where they can be used and of what type coupled with this we need greater enforcement including at the points of sale to ensure compliance with these regulations this does not mean that i am leaving the communities themselves off the hook the community leaders i am making air quotes here 
who are so active in shoring up votes for politicians at election time need to live up to their claims of leadership and communicate clearly to their followers as to how we can celebrate our multi- multicultural traditions while not being an inconvenience to others unfortunately and i have been saying this as well for a long time our perhaps implicit idea of uh, multiculturalism is that the newcomer to canada does not have to change an iota instead canada will change itself to accommodate them to whatever extent required and that is again a very important point here to whatever extent required i have seen a lot of people perceive this intuitively although they don't express it in so many words perhaps out of discretion rather than inability what needs to happen in a truly multicultural society is a compromise but in its stead what we have settled for is capitulation people who arrive at a compromise can live with it with a greater or lesser degree of happiness on the other hand people who have been made to capitulate that too by the exercise of the coercive power of the state will be resentful because they will feel powerless and as history has shown time and again the resentful populace doesn't make a happy society those were my thoughts on the issue of firecrackers at diwali i hope you liked them and agree with me if you don't let me know in the comments what we need is a more active citizenry that can push the people in power or in certain key positions whether that's in politics or in the communities concerned to bring in the necessary improvements so that we can all coexist without rancor after all as canadians we are all in this journey together in what is our canadian journey i will see you the next time goodbye